Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Really appreciate that. I am uh, I'm super excited about today's episode. This is one I've been wanting to do for a while and uh, just been sort of working up to it. And it's the concept of reprogramming our subconscious mind. I think this is probably one of the most powerful things that we can do as humans. Um, as far as external world, uh, we don't have, at least I can only speak for myself, I don't have a lot of control. <laughs> uh, there's so many things that happen beyond my reach when I'm dealing from things from a from a physical standpoint. I can't control how other people act, the conditions outside the environment, but I think this is one that a lot of people either aren't aware of or just don't believe. And I'll be honest, when I first heard this concept, I thought it was, my cynical side just thought it was complete rubbish. <laughs> but as I dive into it more and become more open-minded, it really just makes so much sense um, because my life is basically just a printout of my subconscious programs. And I know I've talked a few about this a little bit on the previous episodes, but this, this kind of just blows me away that 95% of our life from our decisions comes from those subconscious programs and it's really how we talk to ourselves and the thoughts that we have just throughout the day you know last week i mentioned that we have something like i don't know as many as 70 80,000 thoughts a day most of which are negative and redundant and I didn't believe that at first. You know, I thought, I, there's no way I'm thinking that many thoughts. But it's all of the subconscious programs. That's where those, that's where we get that sheer volume of thoughts. And when I say subconscious programs, I want to unpack that a little bit. Because when we're children, for the first seven years, uh, we're in what's called a theta state a brainwave state. Essentially, there's four brainwave states. There's the uh, there's the beta, which is kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm awake. I'm alert. Uh, I'm watching my levels. I'm focused on <laughs> recording this episode for you. That's you know what you do when you go out into the world and you're functioning. Uh, and then there is the delta, which you're still awake, but maybe you close your eyes for a bit. And you don't take in as much of the environment around you. Uh, then there is the theta state, which is sort of in between waking and sleeping. And then, of course, delta, which is you're completely asleep. So in this theta state, it's where people also get hypnotized. They're in between waking and sleeping. This is how we spend the first seven years of our life. You know, when children are born, you know, they come with basically an operating system. So they can 
blink their eyes, they can beat their heart, the blood flows, they're cognizant of, on some level of, of what's going on around them, but they're really just recording information, recording those subconscious programs so that later on in life they can move about in society. And this happens for seven years. And when I heard this, I thought, oh man, as if there wasn't enough pressure as a parent already, like the, my child is sitting there just recording everything that I say and do, how I treat others. And most parents are sort of like coaches, at least mine were, <laughs> and they don't always, they, they, these are well-intending thoughts that they are giving us. You know, when I was a kid, it was kind of like, you need to focus more, get your act together. You know, they, they sort of come at it like uh, they're going to use tough love to get you where you need to be, you know. And this works great for an athlete. You know, like, you think you deserve that jersey. You don't deserve to be on this team. <laughs> and the athlete will dig deep and, and want to do better. But when a kid hears that, that they're not good enough, that what they're doing doesn't measure up, they're not able to put that correlation together, like, oh, I need to do better. It just becomes a subconscious program. And so once we're seven or past that age of seven, this just becomes part of our core belief. And that's where a lot of these self-limiting beliefs come from is all that stuff that we picked up from our parents and teachers and everyone around us that had the best of intentions again, but um, it maybe it wasn't the best technique for what was going on with us at the time. You know, most people have this sort of fundamental belief that they're just not lovable. And if 70% of our subconscious thoughts are negative and redundant, then what happens is, you know, when a partner shows up in, in their life and that loves this person, they push them away because deep down, they don't think they deserve that love. They don't think that because of everything that happened in their childhood and they've never taken the time to examine all of those subconscious programs that egoic program is just on autopilot and it pushes people away, pushes opportunities away. I know people that are vastly talented, way more talented than me, but that they don't feel like they deserve the success that they could have. And, and it, it's really the epitome of a self-limiting belief. But the good news is, is that, you know, you can change these beliefs, even if you've had them for 30, 40, 50 years, I don't care what age you are, you can do it in about 10 minutes, you can start the process. Um, it doesn't happen just from positive thinking, though. I mean, you can't just, I'm not bashing positive thinking, but I do think that some of the self-help community just says be positive <laughs> and while that's great it's it's not the silver bullet that uh that i think 
other techniques have had. Um, you know, I can tell you, I have read so many self-help books. I have watched countless self-help videos. And in my mind, I get the concept. My rational mind accepts that, yes, this is how you should live a more actualized life. But then I go away from it and nothing happens. And it's because I'm trying to absorb this with my conscious mind and I never even bothered to install it into the programs. It would be like reading a, uh, a manual for how to run Photoshop, learning all of the different things that Photoshop does, but then never installing it on your computer. And people think, oh, I'm gonna get this done through willpower. And I think willpower is great, but it's not, <laughs> it doesn't just get it done like this. Um, you can use willpower for a lot of things. I've, I've used it in my life, uh, you know, with quitting drinking uh, and training for, uh, for different types of, you know, these races that I do. And it's wonderful. I'm not trying to tell anybody that your willpower isn't going to get you positive results. But when it comes to challenging and, and reinstalling those, those subconscious programs, uh, that's a very difficult maneuver. <laughs> I mean, anything that doesn't come naturally to us, you know, that we have to really just work at and put all this effort into, that's because whatever we're trying to do is not one of our core beliefs. And you can change your thinking. Here, here's the basics. You know, most people's thoughts are primarily negative, but the great part is you are not your thoughts. I mean, they, they sort of run by. I think of thoughts as like a ticker on the uh, New York Stock Exchange, just going by like a endless sea or river, I should say, probably of just thoughts flowing through my mind. And I can actually choose the ones I want and ignore the ones I don't. Because I don't even know where they come from, to be honest with you. I mean, where do thoughts come from? I mean, that you could say, oh, it's in your mind. But that, I don't know. I think it's deeper than that. Because I'll think thoughts that, you know, they're just not something that I think is truly in my brain. But there they are. <laughs> so it's all about what we focus on. And we have to start and generate you know what we really want get get specific about these things and i mentioned before about hypnosis being in that theta state that's one of the ways that you can change the program that's how we downloaded all the programs when we were children and we could do this as adults you know right before we go to sleep when our minds enter that theta state uh, wayne dyer called this the most important five minutes of your day. And I really agree with him on that. Um, he used a lot of I am statements. You know, I am prosperous. I am healthy. I am kind and compassionate towards others. Um, and I think there's, for me, I've, I've had to go about it slightly different. Um, I want to 
use gratitude when I am doing this. So at night before I go to sleep, I say things like, uh, I am grateful for my family and their health. I am grateful for the prosperity that I experience in my life every day. And I might even start to be grateful for things that haven't even manifested yet. And uh, I think that's, when you come from a place of gratitude, it's, uh, it's huge. You know, it, uh, that's the way that you really solidify these programs. Another way is through repetition. You know, that's, that's kind of how we learn the ABCs is, you know, just over and over and over. You might get to G the first time and then eventually you just keep doing it and you get to the letter P and so on and so on. And if you're unhappy, and this is where the positive thinking does come in, you know, you have to sit, you have to repeatedly say to yourself that I am so grateful that I am happy today, even when the conditions around you say otherwise, this is the way to get it in. Now, because of the way the subconscious mind works and that it, it controls 95% of our day, I mean, if you were to consciously go around using these statements, these affirmations, that's going to be great. It'll help. But we're talking about 5% of your thoughts. So to me, the path of least resistance is to go to the source, go to that subconscious mind, change those programs there, because that will take care of 95% of it. Um, another time that we're in this theta state is in the morning. So I try to end the day with a meditation as I'm going to sleep with these uh, with these affirmations. And then when I wake up in the morning, first thing I do, I consider it the most important thing I can do that day is to meditate and to focus on the type of day in life that I want to create. Because what's interesting is the mind, it doesn't know the difference, the subconscious mind, it doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is not so by being grateful for these things that have not manifested yet it attracts them to me and my mind doesn't really care whether they're right in front of me or if it's uh, something that is on its way it will basically give me the feeling of what it is like right now and that's where it starts to come come to me and conditioning the mind to do this before we go to sleep and as we wake, it can control more throughout the day. And it just helps manifest things that we, we just never thought possible. Don't forget to check this show notes. I am going to include some links to some hypnosis videos that I've been using. Personally, I prefer using my own statements but you know uh i don't disregard the other methods either you can put on uh you know a youtube video before you go to sleep and uh, there's a ton of them out there that basically do these affirmations for you um, you do have to be careful which one you choose because they will 
start to manifest. So you might want to peruse them before you uh, use them. <laughs> Make sure that they're the kind of programs that you want to install. Um, I've also got uh, the latest playlist that I'm going to include on this. Uh, I tried to include songs this month that were going to kind of uh, conjure up fall weather because it's been pretty hot lately. I don't know how it is where you're at, but um, it, it, I think it worked for a little bit. I just put songs on this playlist that uh, you know I could picture having to wear a jacket, you know, sipping on some coffee uh, out on my porch, sort of laid back, chill music. And um, I, I, I thought it worked because it got down to you know somewhere in the 50s, but uh, I think today the high is 90, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe not. Either way, check it out in the uh, the show notes. As always, you can find me at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. I appreciate you listening, and I will talk to you next time.